You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. We've got a bunch of different topics to talk about today. Anything from the NBA playoffs to what is now being known as The Throw on the most valuable podcast, MVP. Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No. The game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey, Welcome everybody to the most valuable podcast, MVP. Here I am sitting across from Danny. I'm Fisher. And uh, Danny, how are you this week? I'm good. Let's do this. Let's do this. What are we doing? I think we're supposed to talk about sports or something. Oh, is that what this podcast is about? Yeah. Okay, okay. We it's, didn't it, prep today, so I don't know. No, I know, yeah. There was, um, there was a little prep involved, mostly because uh, of the three big sports, only one is really doing anything that matters right now. Of course, that, that was kind of a big one, especially the first game, right? Yeah. Um, and then, of course, hockey and the fact that the Rangers apparently are just no-showing, kind of like baseball rangers there's a lot of jokes that could be made yeah. about both sports of those are teams. kind of writing themselves this week so yeah definitely we didn't really need our notebooks no so uh not that we've needed them in the past <laughs> <laughs> i can't remember the last time i brought a notebook honestly it was probably for when we tried to talk about hockey <laughs> i didn't hockey take playoffs. notebooks to high school oh well i'm a nerd so i i did <laughs> i did um God, I can't imagine what it would be like if I went back to school now. I'd be like, yeah, no, I got that. I'll just take it in, absorb it. I'll remember all of it, and I'd forget it in, like, th- three hours. I'd still hate it. Yeah. Jeez. Probably be the exact same. All right, so we've got a random little slew of topics here to choose from. I don't know. Where do we want to start? We go. We could do NBA. We could do Yolanda Cespedes' throw. We could go Derek Jeter as an all-star. Hockey. Yeah. I don't we know. Could, we could go ahead and crown the LA Kings. Yeah, we might as well. All right, let's go ahead and start there since that's probably the one we know the least yeah. of. But I, I don't think this was exactly the series everybody was expecting, right? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know about sweep, but yeah, I, I, heard, I, I, I heard a lot of Kings in five. Sure, and I guarantee that people did not anticipate a sweep. I thought. I think people thought the Rangers would at least show up to fight. And, and of course they did, the first couple of games. Yeah, I watched game two, and that game could have gone either way. And that was that two was the over, double overtime, right? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, so it it hasn't been short on drama or suspense or anything like that. Um, again, I ju- I think it's absolutely fascinating that the Kings won those first two games and they didn't lead the entire game until right. the game winning goal. That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> and that how deflating is that if you're the New York yeah. Rangers? How deflating is that? And you, then, uh, I, of course, I was at the Ranger game Monday night, so I got home and saw the hockey score. I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah the I know. other Rangers yeah. suck tonight too. Yeah, no kidding, three to nothing, three to nothing. I, uh, all I know is of the you know the overtime in the first game, the double overtime in the second game, the third game. I I, I hear wasn't all that yeah. intense and, and and you know huge, but uh, it was uh, Jonathan Quick's first ever start at Madison Square Garden. Oh yeah, so no no he, big deal, he just right? Shuts out the Rangers. Sure. And I mean, and I guess the big thing going into Monday's game then was that hey, the Rangers will be at home, so they'll have home home ice advantage, yeah. the fans and all that. Did not matter one single bit, did it? That was. No. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting them to take their one game there at home. Um, I don't know. I I'm not a huge fan of people winning the big one on the road. So yeah, it I sucks. Kinda... Unless it's my team, then I could care less where they they win. Right, right, the right. The Mavs won on the road, and I was like, don't care. Yeah, yeah, and and when you're. When you're the Mavs, of course, or I mean, even for us, if you're the Rangers, I mean, it doesn't matter where they win because 
both franchises are just starved for championships. Right. But you look at the LA Kings, you know, they've had they've had championships. They they've been good. Yeah, they won um, two years ago. Exactly. And so you kind of would want to see them win it at home, but I'm sure they don't care. I mean, that um, was, that's what was big about the Red Sox winning the series last year because the last two they've won, they were on, they the, were road, on the road, and it was the first one they at Fenway. S- they and, swept both mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. So, I mean, good for the Kings. They they should be finishing it up tonight. Tonight yeah. being Wednesday we for us. We might have new champs by the time this airs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, oh, we yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say the Kings are probably gonna go ahead and take that for nothing. Yeah. People are gonna point to games one and two as being. Really, the big key turning points for the Rangers because there was a whole lot of, uh, you know, hope and and good feelings for New York going into that, and then yeah, just to get it taken away in overtime both nights. Yeah. Was it the was it the tying goal or the goal that gave them three on Saturday night's game that was like quote unquote controversial? Where they, oh, you could uh, have argued the, goalie like interference on the goalie. I you know, I right think now. it I was think it was the, the I think it was the one that tied it. Yeah. yeah, because that then turned the tide and allowed for the winning one to go ahead and score. Yeah. So that, that seemed like a that could have been deflating. Yeah, absolutely. When when calls don't go your way, regardless of like we talked about last week, you know, regardless of whether it's the refs' fault or not, I mean, just if they don't go your way, that's one yeah. of those. God, really? I fought well, from all this what way. I remember the announcers. This. You know, they were saying, you know, the dude was shoved into the goalie, so it's not interference if that's the case. Yeah. The defender shoved the player into the goalie. Yeah. It's a judgment call, right? Yeah. That's, I one, mean, of those, that's one of those things where, you you know, it, that call could go either way. I mean, even if you review it, I mean, hockey being such a physical sport with a whole lot of close contact, I mean, unless the guy, you can legitimately see him shove the other guy. Right. But... You know, again, judgment call that just didn't go the Rangers' way, and uh, they weren't able to overcome that and come back and win the game there. So, yeah, it's just not their series. No, it it's not. And LA's I think, got a whole lot of momentum. I was so. going to say, I think that I think the Rangers were maybe just a little bit overmatched yeah. going into it anyway. I don't, think, I don't think the Rangers stood a chance, regardless. No. LA's had so much momentum in these playoffs, and you love to be able to give them. What one, were What were they but, down in the first round? Was it three one or were they down three zero? Uh, no, they were down. They were down three yeah, zero, and then came thought. back. So I mean, that was one of those like, okay, you are obviously, you know, deemed for this. Yeah, so and then they knocked off the champs. So. Yeah, and you know that's a, you that's really a didn't big stand one. A chance. Sure, it's one of those. I, and it's I wouldn't start, say it's, it's starting to look like they have one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be big going into next year for yeah. them too. Whether they can do that, um, it. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a feel good story. It's more like a typical story, you know. Uh, that first series may be the feel-good part of it, coming down 3 nothing, but then coming in, knocking off the world champs. It's like, wow, you can kind of see this, see where this yeah. is going. Wasn't a whole lot of, wow, I can't believe that. It's more like, oh, well, the Kings are going in and wiping them out. So. I wouldn't really bet against them. Nah. So, you know, we'll see how that turns out next week. Um, and that's one playoff series that we can pretty much write off uh, as, as finished up. Uh, so let's go into the other ones. Go into NBA. NBA. This one's kind of the big one and really fun to talk yeah. about, I'd say. Um, <laughs> I've watched two out of the three. <laughs> that first game, man. Um, I don't want to comment necessarily. Obviously, nobody's commenting on the on the actual play of the teams, but I don't think there's any doubt that once LeBron came out, that the quality of play for Miami kind of went downhill. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, for cramping too, man, yeah. and I know it's not his first time cramping yeah, up did like in the that. Finals was it last year or two years ago? Uh, something like that, right? I don't know, man. I, I I've heard everything from 
obviously the building part of it, whatever on that. Um, and I, I have also heard like it's hereditary. So, I mean, he just gets cramps like that. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, what a time. I mean, like, does it happen right around this time every year? I mean, what happens if the Heat don't make the finals next year and he's just playing some street hoops and he's like, wow, I'm cramping again at the same time. You got to think there's something you might be able yeah. to do about that, right? Um, the, 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 the Spurs had the AC turned off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. One of the, right, one of right. The, the whole theories. conspiracy thing, right? Because <laughs> uh, it's just. Uh, is that really where you're gonna go if you're a Heat? If you're a Heat it, fan, look just who's like on the Heat. Look what. Look at the Heat fans. They're, yeah, they'll find any reason for their All Star team. They'll find any excuse. Yeah, I I think that's funny that the Spurs would be like, yeah, let's uh let's turn the AC off. Let's see what happens. So King yeah, LeBron I think it was I think it was Tiago Splitter was like, you guys are complaining about 90 degree heat. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, geez, you're in freaking Miami, man. Yeah. It, Calm down. Well, it's he's okay. like, he's, where's he from? South Africa? Where's that guy from? Oh, I don't or know. Or it's like super hot. And yeah. He's just like, really? Well, hell, I mean. I, That's winter for us. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I, uh, that whole cramping thing. And I, you know, maybe it's not just the cramping part of it that I'm just so, like, shaking my head at LeBron about. It's more just the dramatics that were it's, involved in it, you know? It's <laughs> not, it's the four minutes left in the game and you, your team still has a shot. Yeah. And, and and you're just, uh, I don't know. I feel like that should be something that you can just block out mentally. Yeah, I don't know. I would, Not that I I've had that so. kind of debilitating you know, cramp. People have debated, like, if you've had a cramp, it, it it hurts. Like, yeah, it hurts, but it doesn't last for four minutes. Yeah, and it's not... It's, and not only that, four minutes plus because of all the timeouts and the breaks and the exactly. out of bounds There's plenty fouls, of time for him to be like, able to come back, right? It's not like he broke a shin, yeah. you know? It's not like I'm he not going to give him crap something. for cramping. I'm going to give him crap for not going back in. Yeah. I mean, if he dislocated something, okay, it takes a few more minutes to put it back in its place, whatnot, that's fine. Yeah. Like, cramp, man. I mean, put some pressure on it, wrap it up, pop a pain pill or something, and just, like, get back out there it's or just, something, you know? I don't know. It's one of those reasons LeBron James doesn't get the respect he wants. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you got your MVPs, you got your two championships, but, I mean, you don't match up to the men in the NBA. You don't match up. To freaking Jordan, you don't match up to Magic because those guys would have gone out there and played. Yeah. I mean, that's you know that's Ibaka what it comes down to. Probably shouldn't have played. Yeah, no kidding, right? You go back and look at Ibaka. Of course, we don't know how you much know, of that story was doctored by the yeah. Thunder, but the thunder didn't advance. But I mean, Ibaka went out there injured. Sure. Yeah. I mean, re- regardless of how how injured he was or how injured the Thunder made him seem out to be, he wasn't at a hundred percent. But he still went out there and played, man. So yeah. uh, whatever year it was with the Knicks and Willis Reed had a torn like thigh muscle, and he came out and played. Right. And how many other? Big name NBA players that we've seen over the past years yeah. in finals games, you know, come out and they're limping down the street. Yeah. And, you know, Dirk with the flu. Jordan had stomach. Um, yeah, the like he had food poisoning. Sure, Dirk had the flu. Yeah. So it's one of the reasons LeBron just gets all the crap he gets because he makes excuses. But I'll tell you who he does not deserve to have crap from uh, would be Paul George. Did you see that? I don't think I did. It uh, there's there's some picture of Paul George around there. He's drinking a Gatorade or something, and he's making fun of LeBron. And it's like, uh, you know, you could do that if you made it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you just choked to LeBron. Like, yeah. So I mean, I I don't think I, I don't think, think he's, I also think he's a isn't Gatorade isn't he one of Gatorade's clients? 
Who, George? I think so. Okay, yeah, because because is. LeBron isn't LeBron, apparently. You remember remember all those tweets from Gator? Oh my gosh, that was funny because yeah, well, so many people were like, "Hey, Gatorade, how about your client choking?" It's like yeah. he's he's not ours. And then they apologized. <laughs> Like, come on. Oh, I wouldn't have apologized well, for that. That's ridiculous. Dwayne Wade is their client, so I guess they just didn't want to oh, piss off Dwayne Wade. jeez. All right. Whatever. God. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry for being funny, I guess. Let's jeez. talk about the actual basketball, though. Okay, right, right, right. So getting past all of that, um, I will say that I think that if LeBron had stayed out on the court for that game, that uh, the Heat would have won that one. Possibly. And... and it would be the Heat that are up two to one right now instead of the Spurs. It's quite possible. I I think that's entirely possible. How about uh, okay? Well, what about Game Two? I didn't get to see any. I, of game I two, saw so. zero of Game Two as well. well great. So all right, there's our analysis on yeah. that. Good times for everybody. Uh, what about last night's game? So uh, I was at the Rangers game last night, the Texas Rangers game last the night. The so Spurs just flat out overpowered. Had an answer for everything the Heat threw at them. Yeah, they threw down 41 points in the first quarter. That's really hard to come back from. Yeah, it really is. Like, uh, the the Heat got it to within seven at one point in the third quarter. Right, right. The, the Spurs just had an answer for everything last night. Yeah, and that's with, and this is completely different topic for another day, or we could talk about it now. The flopping calls that the Heat were getting. Oh, like, I, I was reading a whole like lot it, about those it on caused, Twitter. It caused Mark Jackson and Jeff Van Gundy to argue. During the broadcast, because mm-hmm. uh, I forget who had the ball on the Spurs, but they had it, and Mario Chalmers was guarding them, and they were looking to pass, and Chalmers like just flopped as if he got hit in the face, and they called it. So right. Jeff, Jeff Van Gundy starts ripping Chalmers. Chalmers. Mark Jackson starts saying, "No, that's a foul." Like <laughs> even though there was zero contact, he for some reason he was defending the call. And maybe somebody's in his ear telling you got to take the other Apparently the same thing uh, happened Tuesday because Dwayne Wade got fined. Oh, right, right, right. So the thing I remember about Tuesday was that... Did, um, I, saw, I saw the play that he got fined for. But okay, it, there was something... Like, a lot of people were saying that that was... Like, if you're going to flop anywhere, that that was going to be the point to do it. Did he get the other guy fouled out? No, it was just it was like Ginobili's third or fourth foul or oh. something like that. Well, that... But it was then I so, guess I don't was, understand what people are, were saying. Of course, I didn't see it or whatnot. But I guess I don't understand what people were saying. Yeah. Like, well, I'm sure the Heat will be very, you know, glad to pay that flopping fine because that was a well deserved yeah. flop. Well, and like, you, they find him five thousand dollars, so it doesn't matter. Plink. Like he got what he wanted. He got a foul call, and five thousand dollars isn't anything to him. And it was a terrible call. Yeah. Dwayne Wade's looking to pass. The ball's about what is that? What I'm doing right here? A foot and a half away from his face. Yeah. And Ginobili hits the ball, and Dwayne Wade like jerks his head back as if he got hit in the face. WCW they, style. Yeah, man. and they called it. <laughs> it was um, terrible. That's yeah. Okay, so that's pretty bad, and it and it didn't even foul. No, it Ginobili was Ginobili's out. like third or fourth or something like that. See, okay, so that's where I think flopping would be merited. And you're you're okay. So you're in the big time game, right? You're in the finals. Um, it's definitely a decisive game. Uh, the the one of the star players on on the other team is coming up on you and you know he needs one foul before he gets taken out of the game and that could be definitely a turn yeah hell yeah i'd flop absolutely you get me close enough i'll flop i'll pay the fine that's fine but guess what i guess i won that game because i just took their other guy out yeah i mean and you know i i hate both teams sure but i kind of i'm kind of i'm not rooting for the spurs i'm just rooting for the heat to lose yeah but ginobili is 
the flopper of floppies. Yes. Like he, I will. Yes. He's yes. probably the worst one in the league when it comes to flops. So while it was a terrible call, it's like, well, it's Ginobili, and he probably deserves that. Yeah. He's he's guiltier than everybody. It's kind of like karmatic, as it were. Yeah. Uh, so last night, right? I guess you know the 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 Heat just couldn't. Couldn't bounce back from that first quarter. Here's, and stuff, here's right? why so. I think the Spurs are going to win this series because the Heat have to have one of their big three on the floor mm-hmm. at all times. Yeah, and yeah. the Spurs don't. The Spurs don't have to have any of them on the floor. Yeah, there was a point last night where Parker Ginobili or Duncan weren't on the floor. You remember? Uh, I don't remember if it was last season or the season before. I think it was just last season. Um, that old controversy where Pop uh, didn't bring his players on the trip. Oh, Remember, yeah. and he got fined and stuff, but the It was Spurs, like the last week of the season or something like that. But the Spurs still came out and, ra- and railed. Yeah. I mean, they were totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think that's one of the big strengths. You know, in baseball, we talk a lot about depth, and whoever's got a deeper farm system is, is going to end up being successful over the course of the whole season. Um, I think the same holds true. If you've got a good bench in basketball, uh, you're going to go far because yeah. obviously those key players aren't going to be able to play all 48 minutes. Um, or wait, 40, 60, 15 minute quarter. No, it's twelve minute it's 12, quarters. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. wow, I forgot what uh, nice. league I Too was many in. Sports. But, uh, but anyway, so yeah, all forty eight minutes. Uh, they're obviously not going to play, so you need somebody to step up and take their place. And the Spurs just yeah. have much better bench players. The, just and the Heat have bench players. They're just not showing up. Yeah, and I don't know why that is. I buckling under yeah. it. I don't know. There. Birdman's not doing anything. Uh, Chalmers, he hits a big shot every now and then, but he's not doing anything. Udonis Haslam has played three minutes the entire series. You think that's going to be important as it goes I down? I think it is. I think he's a contributor. Yeah. I think he's been one of their big contributors the past however long he's been on the team. Sure. It's And the Spurs have guys, just everyone showing up. And you think that's just because Spolstra is too afraid to take one of those big three off of yeah, the court? I don't, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see if he changes his strategy, so. right? Yeah. You'd be, think so, but... I'd love to see if he ends up changing his strategy for tomorrow, um, especially after last night. There's got to be something that Smolstra is going to end up having to tell his team yeah. in order to combat that, because if the Spurs come out and play like that again, that, you know, this this series is going to be over yeah. in the Spurs' way. But the Spurs it, the Spurs were just in control last night. If, I'm, if I heard correctly, Bosch only had four shots on goal last night. Jeez. I think he went four for four, but he only had four But still, shots. I mean, you know, 100% shooting from the uh, floor is yeah. great if you've got a lot of shots out there, but yeah. four is not going to cut it for anybody, man. Yeah, the Spurs That's, are just in control. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I heard uh, Colin Coward talking about it and just the fact that the Spurs don't really have a let-up in their scoring. There are right. other teams that the Heat have faced. Um, they'll go on scur- scoring spurts, and then they'll they'll be done for a little bit. You know, we saw it with the Mavericks a little yeah. bit there. You know, the Mavs would go on this awesome run there, but then they'd dry up for sorry, I'm using his exact terms, they're dry up. They would dry up for a good, you know, six minutes and maybe like make a couple of baskets in that time. Uh and the Heat can take advantage there, but the Spurs are just too offensive minded yeah. a team to the Spurs to go haven't and allowed you know, once they haven't allowed themselves to completely quote unquote dry up. Like as soon as they see someone slacking, they're like, Okay, let's put someone fresh in mm-hmm. and that person contributes. Which is more, you know, I mean Pop's coach of the year. Yeah. I mean that's He's coach of the year for a reason. That's that's kinda what happens. That's what you do, right? Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, I think the Spurs are gonna actually win it this year. I, I think so too, especially after seeing last night. Yeah. But 
I think uh, obviously tomorrow night's a huge decisive game for the Heat. If they win it, okay, and it depends on how they win it. I mean, if it's like a squeaker or something like that, still think the Spurs are going to win it. Uh, but if the Heat come out and they actually have an answer for San Antonio, then you know we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, you you think it's going seven? Did I say that last week? No, I don't think so. I don't six, think we did. Didn't. I say six or seven last week. Uh, I don't. I don't, I don't remember. It's. I don't think it goes past six. Okay, that's and fair plus enough. Plus, it's it's two three two in this series. So sure. You know, Spurs just got to win one more. Yeah, on definitely. Um, I think if if Miami wins it tomorrow, it goes seven. Yeah. If the Spurs win it, then it's it's done in yeah. a couple other games. I could, so. I could agree with that. Yeah. Cool. Good talk. Good talk. Um, switch gear. Uh, is it too early to talk about football? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We could stay in the NBA. Is the new trend oh. to hire someone right off the floor to be a head oh, coach? Oh, right, Derek Fisher. Yeah, Derek Fisher. Right. Yeah. So it's two uh, years following in a row now that that's happened. Following in the steps of Jason Kidd. Yeah. But it's one of those situations where you look at who's you know retiring off the floor and such, and um, <clears throat> if anybody's going to do it. Honestly, it's going to be Derek Fisher and Jason yeah. Kidd. I mean, those two are absolute court masterminds. They're brilliant on the floor with the ball, seeing everything. I mean, it comes with the position. And it kind of makes sense for the Knicks because they're just a bad team. Right. And so. well, and and again, same with Brooklyn. I mean, you know, what are you going to lose by by hiring yeah. Kidd as your coach? You know what I want to see? I want to see a team in the West do it because the East is terrible. Like, like I think anybody could coach like an East the team. The Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> he would. Fisher was. Apparently up for that job, and then he took the Knicks. One. I'm I'm still and and this is not a, a result of me being a homer. I would be upset at this anyway. Uh, Derek Fisher leaving the Mavericks. Oh, I'm still pissed at him for it. That's well, why. I mean, that's one of the reasons I rooted. Uh, I, I'm like I'm rooting for the Thunder, but against Derek Fisher. Yeah, like, I mean you can't tell the team. Oh uh, yeah, I'd like to go home and spend more time with my family, and then, and then move it? an hour north. Yeah, it was like a month later. Yeah. He went to the, Thunder. That that doesn't make any sense. And so yeah. now, and what makes that, in retrospect, what makes that even more infuriating, again, not even because I'm a homer, but, you know, as a, as a fan of, of sports and loyalty and all that good stuff, what makes it more infuriating, he took a job on the complete opposite coast. Right. I mean, really? Really? You're going to spend, you're going to spend most of your time over in New York? Your family's in LA? Well, if and Phil Jackson to... wasn't the president, he wouldn't have taken that job. Yeah. But still, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, obviously that means it's more important they, than the family. Do they live in Oklahoma, his family? No, they live in L.A. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they live in California. It makes, it makes no sense. sense. Uh, so, yeah, I don't get it. No. I I don't. Um, but like I said, I want to see a team in the West do it because sure. the East is riddled with terrible teams that anybody could coach. Yeah, exactly. Um, and right now the, the Lakers are the team that have the – you know, open coaching job. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, that are probably most in need of a good coach over yeah. there. Somebody that can rein in those egos. But I, And I think that's the big problem when you're trying to find a coach for the Lakers is you got a lot of egos there. Um, I don't even know who the names out there are for I the don't Lakers. Either. The Fisher was the only one I can remember. Uh, I, remember like, I heard Calipari, Calipari, but he resigned with he or he got an extension with Kansas. So, And I think that's funny. Calipari yeah. going like, nah, I'm good. Not that I'm a proponent of college sports. Obviously, we're not on this show, but... Um, I think that's funny when you turn down the pro team to be like, I think I got a pretty sweet gig well, in college over here. So, well, like as soon as Kentucky lost in the in the championship game, he got asked at the press conference, "So are you going to the Lakers?" He's like, "No, <laughs> why? Hush, no, hush you." 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I would like to see that happen over in the West, too. Um, but now you look at some of the some of the names that could potentially be retiring here at the end of this season, maybe even next season. I, I don't know who the, you know, preeminent guards are or the, uh, yeah, who the preeminent guards are that you could say yeah. could be a good coach. Cause I think, you know, like in baseball catchers make really good managers, right? Cause they dictate defense. They dictate the pitcher's game. Right. They, um, you know, point guards, in the NBA, they see the entire floor. So, I mean, they've got already a good coach's eye on it. They work really closely with them. They relay the instructions from the coach. I just don't see anybody right now that you could be like, yeah, that guy could be a coach yeah. for sure. I guess because was, was Kevin McHale a center or a power forward? Because he's the head coach of the Rockets now. Uh, Patrick Ewing's a bench coach for – is it the Magic? He's a bench coach for somebody. I, yeah, I think Olajuwon. I, I thought Olajuwon was a bench coach for someone at one point. Mm-hmm. It's like apparently centers can be head coaches too, or coaches at least. But again, those are bench coaches, yeah. right? You know, I, I think mean, Patrick Ewing's trying to be a head coach, though. Well, that'd be interesting to see. Yeah. You know, I, but just because he's nine feet tall, <laughs> right? Um, we had Derek Fisher as the coach of the Knicks five years. Would you ever? I don't know. I guess I guess with the Knicks because it's a franchise that needs to turn itself around, and you kind of need to give it some time. You know, a five-year contract to a brand new guy that's never coached before ever. I guess that's I guess that's okay. Yeah. Um, give him. What some else time. are the Knicks gonna do? Right. Whoever again, they hired that wasn't Derek Fisher. Right. They're just gonna fire in two years tops. So. Yeah, and I mean, are you really gonna end? Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. That I think that's that'll be end up being a big story if the Knicks end up not succeeding in the, the first couple of months. He, the story will be if he stays the whole five years. Yeah, well, hell, even the f- first year and a half, <laughs> you know, um, because really, are you gonna are you gonna fire Derek Fisher? That's a big yeah. name that creates more of a media distraction. That that becomes more the story than the actual team. So, uh, does this lead Carmelo to stay, or does he leave? Right, because he's a free agent now. Mm-hmm, definitely, but I, you know, I don't think Carmelo will stay with he? that. Yeah, he gets more money if he stays. But. I don't think the coach really is going to dictate what Carmelo ends up doing. I think it's going to be what uh, what's around him. Yeah, I and, think player NBA players these days don't really care about the money. I mean, they want their money, but I mean, Dwight took less money to go to the Rockets. Yeah, I think they they treasure a decent playing atmosphere, yeah. honestly, more than anything. So you know, football players play for the money. Um, uh, baseball players obviously they there's a lot of money involved there, but because there's so much, I don't think money is as huge a factor in that. I think yeah. it's more about the baseball players to, are going to get their money regardless. Sure, I think it has to do more with stability. Yeah. Um, and maybe not even necessarily championships because if that were the case, nobody would sign with the Mets or yeah. anything like that. You know, I think it's more about stability. Um, and then in basketball, yeah, it just seems like you want a really good atmosphere to play in. I think that's. That's kind of a big deal for them. Speaking of nobody wanting to sign, do we talk about the Clippers? Is anyone going to want to play for that team? I think under new management, yeah. Are they going to have new management? Donald Dude. Sterling's suing himself. <laughs> you saw that, right? I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, but again, Sterling's not the owner anymore. So, cool, go ahead, sue yourself, yeah. buddy. That's all good. You're not, you're not a part of the Clippers anymore. But sure, that, I think people that are nonsense is still going on. Do you do you want to go? Do you want to go to that team? 
me personally, no, I don't want to, but I mean, it's, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think that's going to be a detractor anymore. I think if Sterling still had some control over the Clippers, but has the team officially been sold or is it just agreed upon? I, I thought, cause I think Sterling's mad because for some reason he thought if he sold the team, he was going to be reinstated. Oh, See, I thought I thought the sale had already done. I didn't. Yeah, I don't know. Signatures happened and stuff. Oh, okay. The last thing I heard is he made a he posted a statement or something that says I am not selling this team hmm. because hmm. for hmm. some hmm. reason he thought if he sold the team they were going to revoke the lifetime ban. Which oh. why, why would they? Do why would that? they do that? Yeah, that's silly. Like, that doesn't seem like it would be a yeah. decent caveat or anything like that. So I really I I don't know what's going on there. Right. Um. I Except think that, that Starling's a lunatic. Yeah. Not mentally capable, right? Yeah. <laughs> Except perfectly capable to go on national radio and talk about all of that stuff. And that was that was not a great idea. Job. Yeah. Um, I think if the sale gets done, the Clippers are yeah, already so it's done. It's yeah, fine. yeah, absolutely. Not a distraction. Sterling can go sue himself all he wants to. That's yeah. great. You want to yeah. sue the NBA for one billion or sell your team for two billion? Oh my god. I cannot get over just how, you know, annoyingly <laughs> Doctor Evil that is. Just I would have, I would have left the spotlight for good. Two billion, you'll never hear from me again. Yeah, I mean, what? And at his age, yeah, at his age, two billion dollars. You're not going to spend that before you die. Yeah. I guarantee it. You're not going to <laughs> go, go buy another sports franchise. Right. Go see if there's another team that'll be go okay. Go buy the Browns. Go buy a Canadian Football League team. There you go. Put Tebow on it. See what happens. There Ooh, that'd be fun. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, boy. That's buy fun. the Raiders. Oh. Bring another team to Los Angeles. Yikes. Yeah. Buy, uh, buy uh, the Bills and bring them to Los Angeles. Buy Oakland and move the team. Yeah. <laughs> but the Bills are for sale. Ah, okay. Bring them, because they've been rumored to move to L.A. for five years now. Jeez. Because they've been so terrible. And That'd be their, really weird. Their location is terrible. That'd be weird up there. Yeah. Not have the Bills in Buffalo. Yeah, You'd have to change be. the whole name. Yeah. I mean. But yeah, do that. Bring yeah, a team to LA. You exactly. have a you have a stadium. Two billion dollars, man. Yeah. Do something with it. You would make That's... you would make even more money. <laughs> LA would just be psyched to have their team back. Right. No matter who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's weird. I uh so um you know, I think the spotlight will be on Derek Fisher next year, but I mean look at Jason Kidd. Yeah. He went to the playoffs. And of course in a in a league where mediocrity yeah. is cool for playoffs and stuff, but you know, <clears throat> he took him what two rounds deep? Yeah, he did. So I mean, there's Be- hope. He beat the number three seed. There's hope there, right? There you go. So nothing's impossible. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, what if Derek Fisher and Jason Kidd end up meeting in the in the playoffs? Actually, that'd be fun. That'd be nice. I, I think that'd be that'd be a nice little story, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I still good. think Kidd, <clears throat> you know, would have been a better fit for a younger team. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how the Nets. So I'm saying, let's see who they have. Next, if the Nets year. have younger players next year, then yeah, it could be. Actually, I think, yeah. be, I think they'll be better. Right, if it's somebody the kid can actually mentor. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to the the guys that he had that already yeah. you know they were good. They were there. Yeah, exactly. They were they were playing with kid. That's, you know, that's <clears throat> you know, that was what <clears throat> the accomplish was in itself that they went <clears throat> you know that far with that team <clears throat> of old players. And I don't think that says so much. Um, about kids' job as a coach, um, because again, he didn't. It's not like he imparted a, what you know any kind of wisdom on that team of veterans that had already been there, done that. Um, I think it'd be interesting to see what he does do with a younger team. Right. So we'll we'll see how that ends up. Right. Cool, cool, cool. 
Um, yeah, th- still too early for football. I think it's way too early okay. for football, man. There's not. Is there even any news? I mean, OTAs. I I guess I'd, uh, Manziel in his first OTAs through three interceptions. Oh God, he's a bust. I just think that's funny. I think anything that he does wrong that people are going to jump all over him about, I'm just going to laugh at because it's like, well, you wanted him. What Everybody about, wanted him. What about the Padres drafting him? Oh, yeah. What was that about? Why? I mean, if if anything made less sense than the Rangers drafting Russell Wilson, it was the Padres drafting Johnny Manziel. Um, at least the Rangers drafted— At least drafted, Russell Wilson p- played minor league baseball. Yeah. And that was a Rule 5 draft, so— Meanwhile, Johnny Manziel thought about baseball— <laughs> He played as a kid. <laughs> he he thought about potentially. He threw out the first losses. pitch at a Padres game, so they're like, "Up, oh, let's get him." Well, yeah, he did that because he couldn't throw it out at the Cleveland game because he got rained out. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! What um, was, but what was the point? He didn't play college baseball, did he? No, no. I mean, I, and, I didn't and, think so. And again, with Wilson, Wilson had already played a year. Uh, he was on his way into the championships, right? Um, you know, at the, at the time that the Rangers picked him up, he hadn't been a Super Bowl champ yet, uh, but he was on his way to playing in the playoffs for sure. I think, and at the time, you know, you, they, I think the Rangers knew what they were doing because you look at a guy like Russell Wilson, who seems to be a stand-up guy. Exactly, he's proven he's been in he that he's kind taken of the spotlight like the and Rangers taken it. drafting him kind of made sense. Meanwhile, Johnny Manziel hasn't done yeah. a- a- anything <laughs> at all yet. I mean, from a college, you want the college perspective guy to come and talk to your minor leaguers yeah. about how to succeed at the minor leagues? The guy, as you were drafting him, was drunk on a swan at some club. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, I did. The inflatable swan yeah, with yeah. a bottle of champagne? Yeah. That's that's a good role model, that's right? That's you just wasted a pick on, San yeah. Diego. Uh, it, it, yeah, that and I'm, I'm a so, Padres guy. I'm so tired of the Johnny Manziel story. Yeah, I I almost wanted to make this this week's show about the stupidest sports stories that ever broke that meant absolutely nothing. Anything yeah. Manziel. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean his whole partying with Gronk thing, whatever. I, you know, why was that news? Why cares? do we care? Who cares? Why do we care? And I don't remember what the other one that actually brought that to my attention. What that was going to be. I forget. It I was think some, after it the was night he got drafted. Stuff. He was throwing, he was buying everyone's drinks, and oh, that he threw money out to the. Or wait, that was Welker. <laughs> Welker was the one throwing. But no, I remember Manziel out. buying shots. I yeah. remember talking about that, saying, "So wait, the kid that's under twenty, he, so he bought." I think he's twenty one. Yes. Oh, okay. I think so. Hey, I don't I, know. I maybe have been talking about that with somebody I, else, but I've, I thought I've tried that was to funny. Avoid Manziel. Anything Manziel, I've tried to avoid. So baseball. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's talk about the throw. <laughs> well, the the ball from last night or the bat from Sunday. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> both. Let's uh, let's go in chronological order backwards. Right. Uh, let's talk about Yoannis Cespedes' yeah. throw. Holy crap! <laughs> oh my god! I I mean, the only other more impressive throw I think I saw was when Nelson Cruz threw out. Martin was it Victor Martinez at home plate in the yeah. in the ALCS, yeah. uh, but that was a one hopper. It was, was a, it, no, I think it was Cabrera, and that's how he. Oh, got it was Cabrera. It. Oh, that was even better. Okay, because <clears throat> I remember my dad saying, "Man, he looks like an <laughs> elephant running down the line right now." Yeah, and that well, he wasn't and it was ba- against it was Cabrero, towards Napoli too. Yeah, and Napoli Cabrera wasn't in right. the best of shape at that time, right? Um, but still, that was a one hopper. Yeah, 
it was a one hopper. It curved beautifully. It it hopped and it went right into Nap's glove. That was impressive. But th- and and we've seen Yasiel Puig. We've seen Puig make some tremendous throws from right field to third base, which is arguably a longer throw. Um, ooh, man, but but that throw last night, I think, with the degree of difficulty, because he didn't load up. No. He he actually he, had an he error. Bobbled it. Yeah. He, he kicked it. He kicked it further away from himself. Uh, I remember uh, one of the guys on MLB Network Radio saying, "Yeah, he did that on purpose just to deke him out." <laughs> yeah, <Okay. laughs> that's a little bit much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think he did, but no. Yeah, so he kicks it towards the corner, and then he picks it up, and as he's falling backwards, he just like he launches a missile. He and that was probably the most perfect throw I've ever seen. I mean, if if there's one thing you can watch on a vine over and over again, just six seconds on repeat, yeah. that's that's the throw. I don't care that it was a team that I don't like. It, and and like so many people have said, right? If the, and so many people around Texas have said, if they weren't the A's, we'd hate, we'd love them. Yeah. If they weren't the A's, we'd love them. But since they're the A's, we hate them. But yeah, yeah, that throw was unbelievable. Just just yeah. a dart. I didn't see it till this morning, but I was like, oh, oh yeah, me my too. Gosh. But yeah, and and the fact that, so it was the bottom of the eighth, and uh, it was likely going to be the winning run for the Angels, and the Angels ended up winning it anyway. But still, Who cares? yeah, that's that's that that's great. And of course, somebody uh, apparently asked Cespedes in the locker room today, "Who has the better arm between he and Puig?" And that got me thinking, <clears throat> why don't we do that as a skills competition at the yeah. All Star Game weekend? You know, have a have a set of circumstances or whatnot, or just have the outfielders line up x distance away from home plate. Whoever's the most accurate, non target, and you know, whoever can get it in the air. You got. You'll have to get Puig to pay attention, but <laughs> well, I I think I think it's okay because you know they'll be like hit the ball is here. All you have to do is pick it up and throw it. You don't have to wait for it to be hit. Um, but yeah, I I would absolutely pay to see that. Yeah. I'd see I'd pay to see a throwing contest between Cespedes and Puig, and uh, hell, bring Jeff Francora from the majors and watch his arm go. I remember he had some yeah. killer killer throws. Uh, so yeah, that would be. I, I wouldn't mind seeing that. That's great. So now we'll go to another Oakland situation with with yeah. Manny Machado. Um, so if you didn't know, uh, apparently, God, I don't even remember how it got set up. I know Fernando Abad threw at Machado's kneecaps, which, okay, yeah, that's that's kind of a yeah, jerk move. Machado had knee surgery. So. Yeah, so kind of a dick move. I get it. Sure. Uh, and if you're talking about creative responses, that's... Honestly, that's pretty creative. Yeah, you know, you don't wait for your pitcher to go out up there. You don't go back to the dugout and say, "Hey, man, will you plunk their guy for him?" No, he did it himself. Yeah. So Machado swings and misses, and purposely lets go of the bat, yeah, aiming was, towards Josh Donaldson at third base. It was terribly executed. Oh yeah, I mean, but the intent was it there. It was right? terribly executed and not well covered up. I, oh, it was I, that's so right. obvious. That's what you were doing. There was there was a little bit of shoving. Uh, either earlier in that game or the game before yeah. between Donaldson and Machado. No, it was right. I think it was Friday night. Was it Friday or Saturday? I can't remember. Where they just Machado got, a little got tagged, tiff. and he felt he got tagged too hard, so he's they started shooting each other. Uh, tag too hard, <laughs> whatever, dude. Calm down. It's like hockey. <laughs> You're playing too hard playing for too me. Jeez. Oh, yeah, I think it was Friday though, and I don't know. And yeah, so well, again, then Machado so caused two days later. Right? Rolls. I, I just know that much. And apparently came out and said he was remorseful and stuff. And it's like, remorseful because nah. you got in trouble. Yeah, you were right? smiling just before you threw the bat. Yeah, 
Oh, and and it also uh, so he. It was a couple of games before where he hit uh, catcher Derek Norris on the backswing, right? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah um, I didn't know about that. Okay, so he sw- he swung a couple of times, and Machado's backswing uh, nailed Derek Norris in the back of the head. Um, and apparently, and this goes to unwritten rules in baseball and stuff, where uh, you know the batter, and of course it's common courtesy, just be like, "Are you okay?" And Machado didn't, and in fact apparently smiled a little bit <laughs> so so it's like dude you're already on the dick list for doing that and then you go ahead and chuck your baseball bat yeah. at josh donaldson at third base and again not that we're athletics pushers or anything like that but dude <laughs> but i give him points for creativity MV- yeah. mvp for points that for creativity for, yeah lvp for execution yeah absolutely if you're gonna do it do it Terrible. <laughs> um and i guess I don't know. I, I guess one of the last topics to to bring up uh, on my end, obviously, you know, if you, is uh, just I got an account that followed me on Twitter at Next Wave MLB, and you can always follow the show at MVP Next Wave. Um, I follow Danny at Center Stage DS. Uh, an account followed me that was dedicated solely towards attempting to have Derek Jeter not start the All Star game. I. And I guess there's two schools of thought on that, right? Obviously, Jeter hasn't performing Jeter-like this year. It's his last year, though. And for me, an all-star is a guy who is the who is the pinnacle, who's like the icon, who's the one that kids can look up to and say, yeah, that's what I want to be. I want to be that all-star. I want to be that guy, right? Right. Um, I don't think it necessarily should rely on the stats of the first month and a half of the year, which goes towards my whole theory of voting for the All-Star game begins way too early. Yeah. Way too early. And and this was the big problem with Puig last year, was that everyone thought this dude should absolutely be an All-Star, and the guy hadn't been up in the majors for more than a month yeah. because he came in late in the season. He didn't break camp with the team. He had to, he had to be delayed. And everyone was like, yeah, let's go ahead and make Puig an all-star. It's like, over what? Yeah, they did it to Strasburg when they called him up, too. It's like, he hasn't pitched very much. Exactly. It, and and it's two months. It's not a year star. It's an all-star, yeah. all-encompassing. So, question is very simple, Danny. Should Derek Jeter start the all-star game? Uh, based on stats, no. Based on everything else, yes. Yeah. Based on the fact that he's Derek Jeter, it's his last season, and he's leading in votes. And let's not forget, the All-Star game, it's not like Jeter's going to be in there for nine innings. No, he's going to be playing two innings tops. Two innings tops. He'll get in at bat, he'll play half inning in the field, and then he'll, he'll get, go away. He'll get his send-off. Exactly. I And so, I don't understand why you would have such a big problem with Jeter occupying an all-star position. Because yeah. obviously the guy is an all-star. He is. Um, <clears throat> I can't even tell you who the other vote get, top vote-getters are at shortstop in the American oh, League. I don't, I don't even know. Elvis, yeah. Elvis is like fourth, something like that. I think he's dropped out of the top he five. Dropped, he might have. Last time I um, checked, he was fourth. And I'm thinking in my head real quick, uh, and I mean, it's nobody on the Red Sox, definitely nobody on the Rays. Uh, it could be uh, Flaherty for uh, for the Orioles. Could be. Maybe. I doubt it. 
right? Uh, Asidas Escobar, maybe just for uh, defensive reasons uh, for the Royals. Cabrera. I'm sure Astrubal Cabrera is up there. Yeah, yeah, he's probably he's, one he, of them. When did he start? He started it one year. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, but again, it, it, for the All Star game, it's not like they're going to be playing any significant amount of time. Yeah. I think it's okay. Let it go. Let Derek Jeter start the All Star game in his last year. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. Nobody's going to be thinking that they got snubbed or anything like that. Right. Um, so yeah, I just think that's you know LVP to you D bag that decided <laughs> to follow me because. I don't even know why. It's not like I tweet out any anti-Jeter things or anything yeah. like that. That's that's silly. I don't. I mean, I always like seeing the Yankees lose, but I mean, I really don't root against them. Like, I'm just, especially you know, not anymore. No. There just haven't been any good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's easy to, you know, to to be indifferent to them when they're honestly not doing yeah, anything. But I mean, you can look past the logo on their on their uniform when it comes to their talent. And yeah. Exactly. Their history and. The, what they've done for the league, well, you know? And, and it's Jeter, man. It's Jeter. I mean, I'm not a Yankees fan by any means, but I got one of those Exit Sandman shirts sure. when he retired. And, and you don't... If, if the dude's not an all-star, he's not getting the farewell tour that he's getting. Yeah. That's what I think. Chipper, I mean, Jones, if, Chipper Jones wasn't good the last three or four years he played. But And neither was Todd Helton. Yeah. <laughs> and they of both course, got their send-offs. It's, Helton, Helton obviously didn't go through the fanfare and stuff that yeah. uh, Chipper and uh, Mariano yeah, and Derek Helton, did. Helton did, didn't get the whole season-long farewell tour. Helton didn't give a damn, though. No, he, didn't <laughs> he, care he cared about Colorado, and that yeah. was it, which is great. Good for him. I'm okay with that. Um, he got a horse. He did. <laughs> that was an awesome ceremony, yeah. by the way. That was an awesome ceremony. And then he homered. Yeah, that was outstanding. With authority. With authority. Second deck. Beautiful. But, but yeah, I mean... Are you really going to do a, a big farewell ceremony with every town he plays in giving him gifts if he's not an all-star? Yeah, it's that, just part of the game. Like, yeah. Someone that's been around that long. He spent his entire career with one team, it, which never happens anymore. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, do it. It's okay. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Fans want him in there. That's the main thing. Well, okay. So, the problem I, I don't have, always agree with fan voting. Sure. Because, like, there's, there's things like, you know, Hamilton, there's one the year he got hurt very beginning of the season with the Rangers. Yeah, and people and still he, voted and him. He in. got voted in and played. Well, and it's like and they, Yao Ming every year. Well and, and the, the just this last year, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Kobe was like, Why did you vote me in? I'm hurt. I'm not gonna play. Yeah. Stupid. There um, were like th- two or three times Yao Ming didn't play the entire season, but he got voted in as a starter. Right. That's and there's in that case, yeah, I don't agree with it. But I mean Sure. For the and, most part, the all star game once upon a time, it was just for the fans, you know. Now they yeah. put that stupid. And I mean, if you're gonna do it based off of uh, the current year stats, then you can't have it in the middle of the season. Yeah. You got to do it like the Pro Bowl and do it at the end of the season and make it a completely meaningless game. It means something now, though. Yeah. So. Well, two seasons ago, Napoli was the starting catcher. Do you think that was for that season? No, it was he was, for the he year was batting two thirty. Yeah, it was, was for the year before. Yeah, absolutely. It, and. So I mean it's all it's all convoluted and weird. And I mean I know Nolan Arenado right now is leading the third baseman in the National League. Guess what? Arenado's out for like a month and a half yeah. because he broke his finger. So I think Bryce Harper is one of the lead vote getters and yeah, he's out. and he's out. Cargo now too. Yeah. Cargo will be out because he had a an octopus like tumor removed <laughs> from his finger. I think is what I read. That's what does that mean? Something that looked really much like an octopus all was right. removed from his finger. Rock on. But I mean. It, you know, I, I feel like there should be something in MLB. Of course, 
the paper votes kind of skew everything there. But, I mean, they should be taken off of the online vote if they're injured and they won't be able to play the All-Star yeah. game. I mean, take them off. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, and, I mean, there's a whole lot of things wrong with the All-Star game. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Profar is on the ballot. Yeah, that doesn't make like, any sense. It's usually the start opening day starter that's on the ballot, and he yeah. wasn't even that. Nope. I wonder like, if Prince is. He is. Oh yeah, because he was. Yeah, he was. Because I voted for him before he was out. Before he was injured, right, 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 right. Jeez, that'd be and interesting. And then once he was out, you know, I voted at the game Monday. I voted for Napoli, but yeah. he's out right now too. But he just came back. Yeah. Yeah. But he's been out. Yeah, exactly. He had an injury too, so. I voted for him based on last season. It'd be interesting. We'll have to go through position by position and figure out who you know we think yeah. honestly deserves to be all stars and stuff. I can't so. even remember who's leading. I know Donaldson's leading third base for the AL. Yeah, and I think that's merited. Yeah, that's fine. I think Cabrera's leading first. Yeah, that's ooh. It's going to be between him and and Pujols to see yeah. who starts. Cruz is honestly. leading DH. Yeah, Cruz is on the DH ballot. God, I wonder what David Ortiz is going to say yeah. about that. <laughs> I, that <laughs> and it's funny. I was surprised by that. It's so funny because Cruz turned down the offer because he didn't want a DH. Yeah, and he, <laughs> he, he hasn't DH'd a whole lot. He's DH some. Yeah, but he's mostly played the outfield. Yeah. I think that's funny. All right. Yeah, I didn't do the typical vote for every Ranger. Well, I you think can't I voted, this yeah. year. You can't, I think I voted, man. Rios and Fielder may have been the only two I voted for. I, I think, I well, I, I would always vote Beltre. I vote, yeah, I voted for Beltre. Yeah. Um, I, I, maybe I did vote for a lot of Rangers. But I think I, mean, I voted well, for Beltre, Elvis, and Fielder. And I, yeah, I voted all outfield. Yeah. Chew, but I mean, just like Chew, it, Martin, and Rios. Let's just keep this in mind with the Rangers right now. They have four major league position players and they have three major league pitchers. Um, and everybody else really should not be pitching yeah. at this level right now um i know they may have last year at one point or another but they should not be this year so you've got seven people on a 25 man staff uh that are honest major league players yeah that's not even a full and team two it's, of them two of them have a shot of being all-stars yeah yeah darvish and rios and i, think, I don't think i, Bel- think, I don't think belcher gets it no i don't either darvish i think darvish is a no given but yeah but, i think so and too rios is Leading the AL second in majors with that batting average. Yeah, I I and think he should be. He, he might gets, be one of the last. All of the triples. Yeah, all the triples ever. I I think he should definitely be uh, player voted, yeah. if not one of the last few reserves. And Beltre's had a good season, but I just he might make reserve. Maybe. Yeah. But that's what Rios is going to be if he gets in. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think I voted. I don't even remember his name. The Twins second baseman. I don't even remember his name. But that's who I voted for. I got nothing. Yeah, because he had stat. Because I voted like while they were playing Minnesota, and I was like, "Oh, he's got some stats." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what a good way to yeah. go about voting, Danny. That's that's <laughs> I fantastic. Don't, I don't even remember his name. Jeez. Yeah. La- Laporte. Matt Laporte? No, 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 not him. No, it's not him. He's playing with some Mexican. Whoever Minnesota second baseman is. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, you earned Danny's we'll figure vote. It out. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that next week. You Maybe we'll go through position by position, um, and and we'll. I'll do my best to watch a little bit of World Cup. I don't know if I'll be able to watch a whole lot of yeah. it starting tomorrow, but I mean, I'll I'll obviously that's a big part of it. And I know it kicks off tomorrow, U.S. versus Ghana. Um, so we'll we'll try our best to to pay attention a little bit to that. Uh, but yeah, I, we'll talk about that next week. We'll definitely have uh, an NBA and an NHL champ by next week. Yeah. Uh, right? We should? We should. 
We'll have an NHL by tomorrow, probably. Yeah, probably. Um, and then yeah, we'll we'll talk about the All Star game uh, for for baseball and how that we'll leads. Look at assuming lead, leaders, assuming voting. nobody else throws anything who at we, anybody. Who we think should be voted in? Yeah, cool. That, that kind of fun stuff. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's good. I feel like we had a good productive show today. Uh, you know, it's always fun doing this with you, Danny. Yeah. I look forward to it next week. Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, Thursday mornings. Uh, <laughs> I got to run a 5K tomorrow. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can listen to they us. Had, they rescheduled it because of the weather. We'll be uploaded tomorrow morning, so yeah. you can listen to us while you're running. I'm sure that's <laughs> everything you wanted to do while you're running a 5K. Apparently, like, they never reschedule it, the oh. KHL 5K, and... Like they had when it to. was scheduled. Well, I mean, it was they. It's happened before, and they just didn't reschedule it. So I was like, "Oh yes, I don't have to run it." When they canceled it, <laughs> now I have to. And go. now you do. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think, I, I think I'll wear my Ultimate Warrior shirt. You should absolutely. And instead he runs of a lot, instead <laughs> Not instead anymore, of but. <laughs> oh, dude, instead of plugging in headphones, you should plug in like a little portable amp yeah. and just play his theme music I while you're paint running my it. Face, yeah. <laughs> Do it, man. You got to wake up early, though. But well, it's tomorrow night. Oh, I thought you said tomorrow morning. Oh, no, okay. You, I just heard tomorrow. Oh, I was okay. like, oh, I got to do that crap tomorrow. I got to go to work and then do that crap. Anyway, if you're listening, go find Danny at the Katy Trail Five yeah. uh, K. Yeah, I'll be the lunatic that everyone's running away from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess until next week, um, please send us off with something funny. Dumb and Dumber Two is gonna be terrible. What? 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 We like sports and we don't care who knows. From the pregame jokes to the wrap-up show. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey, golf. Throw me the baseball. Now toss me the pigskin. Now feed me the rock. Now give me the rock. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's f***ing gold.